the burdens, all the cares, all the worries, all the disappointments, the children. We're going to have Kathy bring in a great announcement here. Good morning, everyone. Um, so this Wednesday is Hallelujah Night. Um, I have this flyer at the back. Um, if anybody knows any children on the inside, it tells when it is, 5.30 to 7.30. It's here at the church. Um, give it to all the children you know, because we are expecting a great turnout. Um, we had an amazing donation this year. Uh, local business, Land O'Lakes, gave us a lot of money, double what we normally have to spend on prizes. So we're just hoping for a great turnout so a lot of children will be blessed. And we have plenty of candy now. Thank you so much, everybody that has brought and donated candy. Thank you. Amen. And we will release the children now to go to your classes. And I have just a few announcements here before we announce our special guest. Um, we do have a play coming up, a Christmas play, yeah. called History in the Baking. Yes. And uh, it's a Christmas play written by Sarah. Joy and Elsie Earholtz, and it's going to be performed Saturday and Sunday, December 11 and 12 at 2 o'clock here. And I know they've been having a lot of fun and practices already. I've heard about that. Uh, lots of laughter and so forth. It is a comedy, but also a mystery. So that is something we can look forward to. Tickets for that will be on sale beginning of November. And I want to, let's see here. Well, I'll mention this first. I want to welcome you all to a meal after the service today. Adana and Maria and some of their friends are preparing that uh, for us. That'll be right after the service. And then on Wednesday, we have our touch point. And I'm realizing this last week, I've had different folks thank, thank us for doing the live stream because at this point, some of it's a lot, most of it's the pandemic, but other things too. But they're just very, so thankful for that option. And we're so thankful for you. And I, I, I um, ran into Mike at Menards last week, and hello, Frida and Mike. Um, they're watching from Bemidji each week and others from other places, but I just want to say hi to you today. Um, that will be on Wednesday at 10 o'clock, a touch point. That's where we share what's going on and then also get in the Word. And we really seek the Lord about that, that the Word that we should bring on that day. So. And you can, if you don't get it live, which many of you can't, you can get it archived there on Facebook. Um, so, there's a prayer meeting at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays, a Bible study on, at 11 o'clock. We already mentioned Hallelujah Night for this week, and the youth will be meeting Wednesday night, and I believe a lot of them will be helping with Hallelujah Night. Um, Kairos Gathering on Wednesday night, that's with Tim and Kathy, that's here at 6.30. And then a Zoom meeting with Pastor Dean on Thursday night. And then also I wanted to mention, um, along with tithes and a tithes that we give, um, we give in our boxes in the back here, on the back wall. 
But also another option is by mail for those of you that aren't here, Box 67, Tinstrike, Minnesota, and then online as well, tinstrikechurch.com. But this week we are receiving a special offering for Carol and Ronnie Ruano. And so what you can do is use the offering envelope and just mark it on there for them. And we will be getting that to them. And now to where I wanted to get especially is this connection we've had with Carol and now Ronnie Ruano for a long time. And I believe you were the first missionary Carol, and now Ronnie with you together, you're in ministry, the first one that we connected with. And we, what we see there is that we are connected. Carol and Ronnie are in Tegucigalpa, Quetzaltenango, Quetzaltenango, Guatemala. And... Uh, Will, they'll be sharing about what they're doing, but what I want us to know, what I want you to realize is that we give to them each month financially too, as well as in our prayers, we pray for them, but we're a part of that. We are a part of what happens there. And I think they'll probably explain that better than I do, a little more anyway, just to add on to that. But we are just so thankful to have you here with us. And so, I don't know if both of you, are you both going to come up first, or you can both come up? I got a mic for both of you here. So, this, this. Okay. You can stand wherever okay. you want, you can use this. Okay. It'll be fine. So, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's great to be here. And uh, as Pastor Steve was mentioning, uh, we've been coming, or uh, I came, well, I remember when was the first time I came, and, but I, I went down to Guatemala in 81, and so been coming up here basically every year or every other year. Uh, last year we weren't able to come, but uh, just to share what you're a part of there in Guatemala what the Lord is doing. So I'll let my husband go first. Bueno, yo quiero saludarlos. I want to greet you all. Uh, estamos en Guatemala. We're in Guatemala. Uh, yo soy de Guatemala. I am from Guatemala. Pero continuamos sirviéndole al Señor allá. We continue to serve the Lord there. Continuamos siendo un puente de usted hacia and we, be, we continue to be a bridge of you touching the people there in Guatemala. I just want to share something uh, small. We continue um, working. We haven't stopped. We just want to encourage you all. We want to encourage you all. I'll, I'll say this phrase. Uh, estamos bien con, con el bien que hemos hecho. El bien que hemos hecho. We're, we're uh, fine with the good that was done. Pero quiero recordarles algo. But we want to remind you of something. Que nos hemos olvidado del bien que hemos dejado de hacer. That we've had to even, oh, that, okay that we're doing good, but many times people have forgotten of the good that they should do. Because there's so many things that we can do. Y no importa donde estemos. And it doesn't matter where we're at. Uh, allá en Guatemala, en estos tiempos. In Guatemala in these times. No sé aquí, pero allá en Guatemala. Um, I'm not sure what it's like been here, but in Guatemala. Mucha gente eh, está con temor. Many people are with great fear. Uh, podemos ver mucha necesidad. We can see a lot of needs. Antes de esta, de esta pandemia. Before the pandemic came. Nosotros no veíamos gente eh, eh, en los semáforos. 
Uh, we didn't see people um, in the traffic lights, at the traffic lights. Now we see people uh, at the traffic lights, um, children, uh, adults, families, uh, pidiendo ayuda. asking for help. Con letreros de pidiendo ayuda para poder comer. Y estamos para ayudar. And we're there to help them. Y algo que yo siempre digo es que debemos de ayudar a las demás personas. Y no juzgarlas. And not to judge them. Porque hay mucha necesidad. Because there is a lot of need. Yo creo que aquí también. And I believe that here also. Solo piense, podemos hacer algo. And just think, can we do something? Y ayudar a alguien. Can I help somebody? Nosotros en Guatemala seguimos trabajando. We continue uh, working there in Guatemala. Siempre con las medidas necesarias. Always uh, honoring the, the measures that the government has put on us. Enseñándole a los estudiantes. We're teaching our students. De alcanzar a otras personas. How to reach other people. Para así poder multiplicarnos. So that we can be able to uh, reach. Y más gente conozca a nuestro Dios. Uh, and more people can get a chance to know God. Así que les agradecemos a todos ustedes. And so we want to say thank you to all y'all. Porque ustedes son parte de este alcance. Because you're part of uh, reaching these people. Porque si no, tal vez ya no estaríamos en Guatemala. And if, it, if you weren't, it's possible we wouldn't even be there in Guatemala. Pero solo quiero decirles de que vamos hacia adelante. But I just want to, you know, we're continuing on. A alcanzar a las personas. To reach the people. Pueden ser los últimos tiempos. It can be the last days. Pero nuestro trabajo sigue. But it can, but our work continues. Debe de seguir. And we must continue. Alcanzando a aquellas personas que no conocen a Jesucristo. And we all need to be reaching the people that don't know Jesus. Así que gracias, gracias por todo su apoyo, sus oraciones. And so thank you so very much for all your support and your prayers. No es fácil. It's not that easy. Pero vamos hacia adelante. But we're continuing on. Así que muchas gracias por su ayuda. Que el Señor los bendiga. So thank you so very much for your help. May God bless you all. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. To, I got to make sure I speak in English. <laughs> I am so used to always teaching in Spanish and so sometimes I have to make sure that I have to see the, the white faces so that I can make sure I speak in, in English. Um, I, uh, my husband was mentioning we're so thankful to you all and through your uh, offerings, your gifts, your love, your prayers, uh, we are an extension of you all. Um, you know, a, a body needs more than just the mouth, needs more than just the hand to function right. If you just had a hand uh, floating out there that's not connected to a body, that not, doesn't have a healthy body, it wouldn't be able to do anything. And that's the way we are. We're part of the body of Christ, and especially of here in Ten Strike, we're part of you and allowing you to be able to go to these nations where we're going, and especially there in Guatemala. And so, you know, like a lot of times people feel like, but I'm not doing anything. You know, it's, the, the missionaries out there, they're doing this great thing. But, brothers, if it wasn't for you and it wasn't for the, the Christians that, are, that support, that pray, uh, we wouldn't be able to be as effective there. So consider what we're doing there part of what you're doing there. Okay? And uh, don't just think, well, the only people important are those that are actually going. Your whole body is important. Amen? Um, I want to share a little bit of uh, some pictures of what we're doing down there. Uh, so if we can go ahead and put the PowerPoint on, and then we'll just go through some of the pictures here. This is um, where our Bible school is, so you get a chance of uh, where we're working. Next. And uh, for anybody that's not sure where Guatemala is, if you go down past Mexico, the first country past Mexico is Guatemala. It's there in Central America. Next. 
and um, our classes in our Bible school. And that's what our major focus is, is teaching nationals, teaching classes in the Bible school. And um, our classes have been basically in Zoom or in Google Meet this year, these two years. And praise God for this technology that we're able to talk to the people, teach the people. Um, actually, you know, we, we almost have more contact with them because they were always sending them uh, emails, not emails, but little messages, and um, we can talk to them um, through the, the Google Zoom Meet. Here's some more pictures of that and of um, our little set that we have fixed up so we could uh, be able to uh, record our classes there, and you can see us recording our classes. Um, some of our internal students, our scholarship students, we have them um, get together. They live there on campus, so they sit together and uh, watch it on, um, on Google Meet. And then sometimes we'll have you know, like special meetings for them, too. And here's some more pictures of uh, how we're teaching the classes. And you get a chance to see some of our students there. Then, besides our on-campus classes, we have uh, classes that are by extension, where uh, our teachers go out normally, uh, but this year and last year, uh, we've had some that have been using Google Meet also, and some that are in person. And so, like this year, we have 31 different extension schools, 315 students that are in the extension schools, and here you see the people that are in the different extension schools. Uh, next. These are some of the in-person extension schools that we have there. And there, people are, you know, distanced. Here's some more of the different extension schools. And so, like, one of the classes there, we pro they project um, the, the teaching online. Here's some other classes, schools in different other places. Next. Some more of the different extension schools. Next. And then um, normally we have a, a student evangelistic uh, outreaches into uh, schools, but all the schools in Guatemala have been closed these two years. So what we've done is uh, we've been able to use, um, look for other things that they can do, and they've done different projects. And uh, next. So the, what this, um, our teachers will do, they'll have like a, here they had some, um, a special activity for children, uh, be able to teach the children. And then here they also have done uh, some Zoom meetings for children in online too. Teaching Christian values and principles. Next. And um, part of the students, what they did was different projects, uh, reaching out to needs like here this, these people um, um, rip, uh, fixed a roof that was leaking uh, quite heavily. Uh, one project they uh, developed, um, a person was able to prosper so he could have um, different foods to be able to sell. You can see here uh, in the top one over there, the, our students, they, there's a family that need, didn't have beds for the children, so they got a bunk bed for the children. Um, this is the table of this family. What they have is just a little tin, they had just a tin and a cloth. Um, circulating in their house. Um, that was their, and this was their stove of how they cooked, was down there. Next. And um, this was their house, what they, how they lived. And so our students, what they did was they um, built them a, a tin house that wasn't leaking and that was completely uh, circulated. Um, but what our students are doing is they're looking for needs in people that are around about them. You know, sometimes we can, you know, just be thinking about what our, we need and stuff like that. But I'm so thankful that our, our, our students are looking for other people that have needs. Next. Uh, one of our uh, students also put a uh, pump in for a well so that people could have uh, wa running water or water more accessible. Next. And then some um, taking food to different families. 
uh, because there's been a lot of families that have been in need because of the pandemic. People lost their work, and because of not having an income, uh, there have been a lot of people that have been suffering need. And so, you know, our students um, have changed their mentality to start looking for people that need, have needs, to impact their communities with the Word of God and also with um, um, uh, ways of helping the people. Next. In the Bible school, our graduation was on Facebook Live. Next. And so here's our last year's graduation class. And uh, so we just, you know, in the Facebook Live, it was just a, one picture after the other of different people that were graduating in their caps and gowns. And so they were able to watch from home what is their uh, graduation. Next. And here's some more pictures from the graduation. We had some of the um, students, you know, come and take their pictures. And so there's different programs of studies, and that's why the different uh, ways of dress. Next. And uh, at the graduation, Ronnie and I are a minister at the graduation. Next. And these are our internal students that are our scholarship students that have lived on campus this year. And you can get a chance to, uh, to see them. And so we had a special dinner for them uh, last Saturday night uh, to celebrate them finishing our year. Our school year is January through October. And so that's why we're just finishing up right now. And we'll have our uh, official graduation the 20th of November for our, all of our students. Next. And uh, we want to just say again, thank you for your part in uh, reaching these people in the different parts uh, there of, of Guatemala and of Central America. So thank you so very much. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate uh, your finances. We just appreciate all that you do that the work there can continue. So thank you so very, very much. Uh, now you can, that would be fine. Finish that off. Okay, I just want to share some from the Word of God uh, with us. And first of all, you know, just being here, I can just feel how much God really cares and loves each one of you. You're so valuable. You're so precious to the Lord. And it's not, you're not just, you know, people here on earth. I like to um, think of it this way. We're children of God. We live in these bodies, yes. But when we're born again, we're new creations in Christ Jesus. And we're children of God. And I just love uh, talking to the Lord and, and saying, Father, I'm just so glad to be your child. One of the things that the enemy tries to do a lot is to cause us to think little of ourselves. To think that we're not important, we're not valuable. You know, that our life really doesn't count. But we're ch as children of God, we're also ambassadors for Christ. You've all read that, right? That we're ambassadors for Christ in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We're here on earth with a purpose. A purpose that counts for eternity. And it's not a purpose to impress people. It's not a purpose to compete with other people. But it's a purpose to, that our lives count for eternity, that we're the body of Christ, and we get to be able to express his love, express him to the nations and to the people that are around about us. A lot of times, again, the enemy tries to make us think that we're no one. And one of the things that I find with our students down there Many of them are not, when they first come to the Bible school, they're not looking for people that they can help. Their eyes are on, you know, what's happening in my life. But as they study, they realize who they are to Christ Jesus, who they are to our Father God. They realize that they're not just 
people going through life, suffering things, and, and hoping to make it to the end. But they're people that are valuable to God. And that's one of the greatest things that helps them arise and do something for the Lord. When they realize, yes, I can. One of the things that we ask the students to do in the classes is that they must share with somebody each week what they're learning in the classes. And so that's part of their homework, is that they have to share with somebody what they are learning in the classes. Uh, sometimes they have to put the name of the person and the comment of the person. But they have to be sharing with people. And when they share with people, they're discovering how many people truly need the Word of God, how what they share helps the people. Again, what this enemy tries to do is cause us to think, you know, I'm nobody. I don't have anything that really can bless people, you know, on all that. But it's, we realize we have the Word of God, and the Word of God is alive. One other thing that the students have discovered is that the Word of God is active even on Zoom Meet. Because uh, when I first told the students, okay, you have to continue to share with people uh, what you're learning in classes. It's like, but uh, we're in quarantine. Uh, we can't uh, go out and see people. Can you call people? Well, yeah. Can you uh, text message? This generation is good at text messaging. Isn't that right? Uh, they're different, uh, like down there we use a lot of WhatsApp or Messenger, um, video calls. Uh, we use a lot of like Zoom and Google Meet. And so I said, okay, you can do it that way. And our students have been delivered from limitations of who's just around them physically, and they're going out and they're helping people that are in other nations. One of our students this past year, um, part of our students, they must, uh, second level students, they have to teach in our extension schools normally, but when we don't have extension schools, okay, what do you do? Or, what, you know, because last year, we didn't have, basically most of the extension schools were shut down. They weren't using Google Meet. But this year, we've been, they've been using Google Meet. But one of our students, her family is from Bolivia. And so what she would do is on Zoom or Google Meet, she would ha teach the classes every Saturday to her family and friends there in Bolivia. Brothers, th this has helped us get rid of limits going to other nations. We can do it so easily. Like one of our students' graduates has an outreach to children. And so she's been having like Facebook Live programs. She's on Google Meet, um, doing different things uh, to reach out to the children, taking food to the families, um, helping the people that are in need. And she, one of the girls that is helping her is our, one of our graduates from Nicaragua. So from Nicaragua, she's teaching children on Google Meet there in Guatemala. Praise God for the technology. And I want to encourage you all to, hey, let's enjoy and take advantage of technology and to be able to reach people, call people, you know, uh, my mom had, last year, had COVID, and afterwards she was um, a little bit um, discouraged, not being able to do anything and all that. But um, she started, you know, calling people and encouraging people. You know, God would put somebody in her heart, and she would give them a call and just to say hi and how you doing and thinking about you and praying for you. And you'd be surprised how many people are in need in a phone call or a little text message or a video call would mean so much to them. And so I want to encourage you all, look for ways that you can minister to people. In uh, the time of Elijah, he was accustomed to one way. He was accustomed to the ravens coming and bringing the, the food and also the water of the brook. But then the brook dried up. So what did he do? 
Did he die? No. God had another option for him. And I want to encourage you. Maybe the way you're used to doing things, to ministering to people, has dried up because of the quarantine. But there are other options that God has. Again, you can, with the chats, you can contact people. Um, in August, their big wave of uh, the uh, COVID came through the area that we're at, and uh, there was probably maybe nine of our students that were, lived on campus that had the COVID, uh, my husband, uh, different staff members uh, that lived around there. And you would be so surprised how many people felt so alone. They felt like, you know, uh, what did I do? The, the uncertainty of things, the lack of uh, medical help, you know, who do I go to? What do I find out what, where I, what I can do? And just contacting them daily. A little message. How are you doing today? Uh, is there anything we can help you with? Um, and just, you know, helping them and knowing that, you know, my husband already was advancing in the, in the situation. Had, we had experience where we were able to help others that were just new in it and were afraid. And we had, like, people that were alone. And they said, yeah, I'm alone in my room and I don't know, you know, what to do or anything. And just be able to help people, to reach out to people. A message makes a big, big difference. So even if your way of doing things has dried up, be open to learn new ways. Elijah had to go to a widow woman. You'd say that's a very unlikely way of getting food. But God had prepared her, and he provided the food so that he, uh, she could be able to I give him the food that he needed. So I, I, I say that to say, don't limit God. Don't limit God. That's one thing that we've been constantly putting into our students. Don't limit God. Maybe the way you normally do it, you can't do it. But there's a way. There's a way. As you feel God put somebody in your heart, pray for them, call them, Contact them in some way. And just to find out what their needs they are. One thing that we've you know, mentioned that we do a lot right now too is helping people that they have had no, or they've lost their jobs and they haven't had work and so they haven't had income. A lot of people there live from paycheck to paycheck. And being able to help them and give them food has made a big, big difference to them. And, you know, that's what we're teaching our students to do, is to be able to look beyond the limitations. So many people, it's, it's easy to look at limitations and not look at what possibilities there are. Our God is a God of possibilities. Our God is unlimited. And, brothers, he knew where all this was going to happen. And we're so thankful God prepared us ahead of time. You know, like last year when everything shut down, I had already finished up my uh, teaching or my studies online. I had been go doing my master's degree in leadership through a uh, university here in the States and done it online. So I had experience of doing classes online. Uh, my husband also had been studying online. Uh, with John Maxwell, and so um, he was experienced and studied online also. So when everything shut down, you know, many people were just shut down. And we don't know. We're not shutting down. I know that, you know, might not be, you know, we might not be perfected in this, but we're going to go ahead and go, uh, go with classes. And I'm so thankful for the last year we had 269 students that continued with us. We thank God for that. Yes, the encouragement, you know, telling them how to do it. I mean, my husband made uh, 
things of tutor, um, I'm not sure what it's called in English, I'm sorry, uh, of, of training how to, t you know, how to use different um, uh, educational platforms and things like that, showing how the students how to be able to get onto the platform, how to find what they wanted to do on the platform. Um, we just, God had prepared us ahead of time. And so when the, uh, all the shutdown came, we could continue online. We thank God for that. Take advantage of what you can learn now. Don't wait until it's, you're in the middle of things. And when other schools, other Bible schools, and other people saw that you know, we were continuing on, we, it might not have been the most perfected. I mean, we had a lot to learn. And I'm so thankful that what God had prepared us ahead of time, and then what he was preparing, uh, what he helped us do in that time. He put people around us that could help us. And so we're just so thankful to the Lord that um, for all that he teaches us and uh, that we can do to reach the people. God's heart for the people has not changed. The Mark 16, you know that verse, it's still there. Matthew uh, 28 is still there. And this continues to be the heart of the Lord. Chad, uh, Matt, uh, Mark uh, 16, verse 15, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink anything, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That continues to be the heart of God. It doesn't matter if there's a shutdown. It doesn't matter if there's quarantines. It doesn't matter if there's COVID. That doesn't matter. That continues to be God's heart. And so what do we do? We look for ways to do it. Lord, show me how I can do it. And why is that God's heart? Because God loves people. God loves the people that are hurting. God loves the people that are round about us. God wants the best for them. God wants them to be healed. I was teaching a class recently on how to minister healing and just the importance of speaking the word, preaching the word. Verse 19, so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. Today it would be they preached on the internet. They preached by calling. They preached by um, whatever means that there was available. They preached everywhere. The Lord working with them. Wherever you go, you're not alone. You know, a lot of times people, you know, that haven't used the Zoom, they think, but it's not in person. The people aren't really getting that much. We have heard so many uh, people telling us how much they are received, how their lives have been changed and transformed through receiving the class on Google Meet, online, because we also record some classes, and then the people can uh, use them anytime that they want. We have people, there's one guy in New York that's studying with us, okay? So it's not limited to space anymore or to closeness, to proximity. We can go anywhere that God calls us to do. And the Lord working with them and confirming the word. Confirming what? The word. What do we have to be giving the people? The word of God. Amen? Showing Jesus and sharing the word. The word continues to be powerful. And so the, Jesus worked with them, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word with signs following. As I'm teaching the class on how to minister healing, our students, 
You know, that's one of the things that God asked us to do. And, uh, and the vision, when he spoke to our, our president and founder, was to stir the waters of Latin America with faith, healing, and salvation. And so if that's going to happen, it has to be through our students. Because they're going to the nations. They're, they're going back to the nations that they're from, and then they also, God is sending to them to different nations. We have a group right now of eight students that's planning on going to Nicaragua later on this year and to minister to the people that are in need there. So our students are going to different nations. And what do they have to preach? The Word. The Word of God is alive. The Word of God isn't just head knowledge. It's the word of God Almighty, the great I am. And so we preach what? The word. What does God say? God says that we're redeemed from the curse of the law. And then includes all sickness. God says that by Jesus' stripes we were healed. That's not just you know, a word from a book. That's what God says. And why does God say that? He loves the people. And he wants their needs met. And he wants us to be looking for the people around about us. Maybe we can't go and run and do a lot of things. My mom's 92 now, and you know she can't do a lot of things that she used to be doing. Uh, she uses her, her uh, walker or that has the wheels on, and She's able to walk, but she can't do a lot of things. And she was, you know, last year when I went to visit her, she was feeling a little bit down, like, you know, maybe I need to go on home to glory too, you know, because my father had gone. And uh, so maybe I need to go on home to glory too. And I'm going, Mom, can you still call people? Yeah, I, just the other day I called this person, that person, that person. I said, God's using you, Mom. And do you pray for people? Are your prayers any important? I prayed for this person, and I prayed for that person. I said, okay, Mom, finish the work that God has for you. When you're, when you're done and God says you're done, you can go home to glory. But for right now, take advantage of the opportunity that you have to be able to minister to people. And she realized, yeah, she has a reason to continue on. She can still call people, the neighbor lady, uh, when neighbor lady has a need, she calls mom. When other neighbor ladies need something, they call mom. You know, would you pray for me? Would you, could you uh, come over a minute? Uh, so there's things that we can do. Many times people have looked at the COVID and the pandemic as far as, well, we're limited. All, look at all our limitations. But I say, Look at our solutions. Look at our possibilities. Amen? Uh, and we can learn. You know, has it been easy for us? No. It hasn't been easy. There's a lot of things to learn. I think we worked more this past uh, year and a half than we have in a long time. Growing, learning how to do things, investigating things, studying, so that we can do things even better. And we just thank God. God is not limited. So let's not look at our limitations. Let's just look at, okay, Lord, you want this done? This is in your heart? Show me how to do it. Show me what to study, what to do, who to call. May I be sensitive every day, Lord, to hear what's on your heart and what you want me to do. That's what living water teaching is about. That's what our lives is about. Lord, what's in your heart today? One time I was preparing for a class, and I was talking to the Lord, and I said, Lord, what's on your heart today? We're so accustomed to telling you what's on our hearts. We need this and this and this. I said, Lord, what's on your heart? And he responded with, Something so, so profound and yet so simple. He said, love. And I'm going, 
sure, Lord, I know that you love. And he said, love for you. Love that looks for the very best. That's do and that has brought you to here to learn the word, to grow in the word. Love for your students. I love them. That's why I'm bringing them here to, to study. So they can know the word, so they can receive what I've purchased for them. And love for the multitudes that your students will go to. And that they will minister to. So what's in God's heart today? Love. Love for each one of us. But it doesn't stop there. Love for those that we minister to. Love for those that are around about us. And God wants us, motivated by that love, to go to the people, however we can go. Might be through a phone call. Might be through a video call. It might be through a chat message. Our students, one thing that they have to do, they have to make one-minute videos and put them on their Facebook. Okay, another way to be able to reach people. But we encourage our students, you know, don't be limited. Don't be limited. Recognize God's love for those around about you and be willing to be vessels to take God's love to them. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I just want to say thank you for your love. Thank you for caring about each one of us so very much. And Father, my desire is that your spirit will give each one a revelation through your word of who they are to you, of how you love them and how you care for them and how you're seeking the best for them. A revelation of your love, Father. And Father, that they all have a revelation of your love for the multitudes, for those that are around about them. When they see people, Father, that it's not about just seeing people, but they'll see the people through your eyes. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we proclaim your blessing upon each one that's here, Father. We proclaim that we're covered by the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against us will prosper. We're more than conquerors in you. Father, thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Carol can still speak in English very well. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose you don't use English that much, probably, right? No. <laughs> no. Well, you did a great job. And what a good and timely word yes. for this time that we're living in right now. That was so good. Praise God. Praise God. That was good. It was encouraging. Praise God. And, you know, another thing... Well, Carol mentioned a lot of things, but I know, for instance, if you watch a video or maybe you're watching this one, you know, and this one, you can send the links. If a message really touched your life, you know, you can send the links to those. Yes, yes. But, but you know, that's the thing to be praying about it, you know, and the Lord will quicken that to your heart. You send this to so-and-so. They need it right now. You know, or a scripture, you know, yes. just sending a scripture or right. or a word of encouragement. Right. You know, just like you were saying, that yes. was so good, Carol. Praise God. Really, Praise it God. really, Praise it was, God. it really helped me. Praise God. It really encouraged me. Praise God. And Praise so, but also, I just want to thank the folks back in our AV department again for what they're doing because... That, yes. that is helping us so much. Right, right. Um, right. And so, hallelujah, praise God. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was, you know, we've been linked with Ronnie and Carol now, and we have been. But now you've met them either here or online, you've seen them. 
I don't know if you have them on your personal prayer list, but pray about that. Maybe the Lord would have you have them become a part of your your personal prayer list uh, at this time. Yeah, you know, you know, yes. we cover them and pray for them as a church body, but it's good to have a personal prayer list of yes. people that we're praying for. Yes. And uh, the Lord, I think, is quickening some of some folks along that that very line. Yes. Yeah. And I know you wouldn't reject that, would you? No. And we know that one of the reasons that we see so many, so much success is that there are people that are praying. And again, you know, like my mom thought, you know, but I'm nobody. You know, I'm, I can't do a whole lot of things. Your prayers are important. I thank God for my mom's prayers. And I thank God for your prayers also. They really do make a difference. And don't let the enemy tell you otherwise. Amen. Prayers make a difference. Whether that's for your family, your children, your parents, but also for mission, people on the mission field, wherever they are, and uh, whatever they're doing. So we're encouraged to continue that. If you would have a, if you're here today and you would have a special request, let us know. Um, come out, you can come to the front and we'll pray for you. But also, if you're watching online and you have a request, let us know. Uh, and uh, then the meal. And Lord, we just pray over that meal right now. We thank you for Adana Maria and for their friends that are helping them today, Lord. Just a blessing upon that meal and the fellowship that we have together as we partake of that meal. And, and bless them. Your blessing upon them. We thank you for that. And we pray for Ronnie and Carol. And we just pray your blessing and your favor and your protection, your pro total provision, your direction continued, your multiplied grace unto them, your healing when, need, when and where needed, your healing power, your shalom, Lord, upon their lives personally, their children, and the ministry there of Living Waters. And everyone in agreement said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are dismissed. God bless you all.